Double Dragon, the movie, released November 4th, 1994, is about two brothers trying to make it on the mean streets of New New Angeles. New Angeles. New Angeles. Yeah. While they desperately try to clink together two pieces of metal. <laughs> I'm Dylan Vento. I'm Joe Wedmore. And I'm Nick Dundall. And this is Attract Mode. So welcome to the first movie where I've never played this game. Oh, oh man, yeah. Okay, so you didn't uh, even like sample it in between no, I did, actually. recordings. Okay, I did. but like this okay. is I'm going into a movie having no. All right, like here's the deal. Standing here's knowledge. the deal about Double Dragon. I don't think not playing the game or playing the game would have helped you with this experience. I, right? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think so. Because also. No, even the best Double Dragons experience is actually a Battletoads game. Yes. Oh, okay. That is 100% they, Right, because it's just a brawler, right? It's just a street brawler. Yeah. Right, and they team up with, with Battletoads, and that's phenomenal. Wait, it's do they really? Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. can choose any of the Battletoads or either of the Double Dragons. and Or you can mix it up if you've got multiplayer. In, in which game? Battletoads and Double Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the game? It. Yeah. it might be the other way around. I, wow. It was probably an arcade first, but I know we had it on SNES. Yeah. Did was, Rare make that game? Oh man, you're Boy, asking complex questions yeah, that we haven't researched. Rare made the Battletoads games. It's the only reason I'm asking. Yeah, but it, either way, it, it feels more like a Battletoads game than a Double Dragons game. So sure. you're probably correct you in like, that. Do you like amp, ramp up? To oh like yeah, go you and run sprint up, across and then when and you like hit the foot, guy, yes, the big foot yeah, or yeah, big yeah, hand okay, or okay. the head, you got a headbutt. Okay, All right. um, but like the, the dragons don't do that. The dragons get like spinning kicks and stuff. They have really long animation cycles when they like swing a fist in the NES version. I remember that. Yeah. And the scant time I played it. But it's we're not a, here to talk about games. No, we're here to talk about movie, <laughs> movie. game. Game movies. M- uh, specifically. Yes. That forever. For, until the mm. end, until we die. Until we die. Which might be at the end of this recording. Right. <laughs> so, uh, all right. If we, we didn't die by, make, why, by watching that movie, I think we're okay. I'm going to set the scene up. You guys ready? Yeah. Thousands of years ago in ancient China, yeah. there was an evil army that attacked the city slash city state of Chang Sa? Yeah. I only wish this was done in a Brooklyn accent, though. <laughs> That's really what the movie was missing. Yeah. And then there was a king, a nondescript king, that sacrificed himself to create a medallion. Yes, the double dragon. The double dragon medallion. But hold. It was it was powerful. It was powerful. I was just setting oh. it up. Yeah, oh, it was, it, okay. It was too powerful it was to be too one medallion. Powerful, so it was two split in two. Oh my god. The body. Power over the body. One one side of the medallion granted power over the body. The other medallion granted power over the, the soul. The soul. The soul. And then that is basically the MacGuffin the entire movie wraps around. Yeah. Right. I don't believe poorly. Very poorly. a medallion is ever mentioned in the games. Just I don't think like, so. Yeah, yeah. At least not in the original game. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. At least not in the original game. But Maybe you wouldn't think that later. if this was your, your source material for Double Dragon. Right. <laughs> so jump forward in time to, uh, quote, somewhere in China. I like that. Yeah. Line. Somewhere in China. I missed any kind of hint that it was a jump forward. And yes, I thought I did, too. I at thought first. we were in like feudal Japan or yeah. something like that. 
and I, I was very confused. Well, you don't actually know it's a jump forward until the end okay. of that scene. Yeah. So jump forwards in in time, and there are these 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 people clad in like black. You got samurais. You got and, ninjas. Right. Well, it's you monks. got peasant monks. Yeah. yeah. So it's like Shaolin monks defending against their village against these non-descript samurai en- ninjas. Enemies. So I'm like, these oh, with with y- what appear to be yarmulkes. The, the yes. two of the kind of samurai s guys. Look, right. there's a lot of this. You know, this is the, this movie was very progressive with its ideas. It was yeah. mixing a lot of cultures, having some fun. Um, but the most important thing about these monks is that their tongues were cut out, and yeah. they couldn't. They, they couldn't, can't tell you, you can't where the amulet them. is. Wait, is that? I didn't. I that missed is a that. line that okay. is spoken. One very very bad monk who was very poor at his job was yeah. like <laughs> just oh, ran ran away. Better runs right straight to the MacGuffin. And then not only of, that though. It's not like it was really hidden. It's just in the adjacent yeah, cave. Yeah, it was just in a cave. If they killed everybody. On a statue. Yeah, prominently displayed. Right. They would have accidentally walked into it at yes. some point. So <laughs> maybe so, maybe do better work next yeah. time. So one of the baddies chases this cowardly monk yes. into the cave and finds the, the medallion. On, only one half one of half. the medallion. And then at this point, I'm still like, okay, evil army in the past. Right. Found the medallion. This is, is going to jump to the future. And then this person just whips out this like pelican suitcase and then opens it up and it's like a satellite array. I love, there's a satellite that pops out like, right. like a pop-up book. Yeah. And it's just like, Ooh, we're ready to go. All right, satellite time. So it's just a satellite suitcase phone thing. And then person rips their mask off and whoa, it's a woman. Oh my God. That's never progressive. Would've. That's progressive. And so, and then they call up some person who you assume is their boss and they're like it's lash mm-hmm. we got it and now we're at title Just, sequence time double yes. dragon let me ahead of the ahead of the rest of this movie what were your like general takes on it just well like your your feelings there's your, so much i do like i'll tell you on that note right there with getting it it's lash one of the things double dragon always did that i loved as a kid was it put the enemy's names up when you were fighting them so you'd be fighting like bob t or something like that yeah well bobo is like a big boss like that one made you know uh, that that was more special but whenever you just fought like a random goon they had a name so you can imagine that goon having a story yeah and they name as many characters as they can in this including her just right off the bat getting lash and that was like my first moment i was like well maybe they like the games and maybe Maybe they actually time and i assume lash does use a whip in the actual was it a good time for you nick This movie is a disaster. <laughs> Dylan, on a scale of one to disaster, what is it for you? Uh, I think the world building in this movie is some of my favorite stuff. It's just it's yes. done <laughs> so no, fucking well. I agree with that. They built... I, I think what this movie suffers from is just terrible actors <laughs> and terrible yeah. dialogue. Yes. But they've they've built a world that is believable for a video game world and fits so many of the video game elements. They really wanted to make Escape from L.A., uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. They wanted to make like RoboCop. There's the, yes, I yeah. think that's accurate because there's a direct RoboCop it kind definitely, of thing. Definitely, like it had it had a big case of identity crisis. So for Double Dragon, I give it an appropriate two out of ten personally. Mm. Okay, <laughs> so I got a lot of dings in this. You might as well call it double ding, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Double Dragon title sequence whooshes away, whooshes away. Uh, then we get to New Angeles. Yeah. In the far-flung future of 2007. 2007, so great. We're still in that 80s mindset where, like, the 2000s were a a far-flung, like, idea. Well, let's not not pretend that that 2007 wasn't an insane, technologically different time because of smartphones and, well, really, iPod touches at the time. But the way that they envision what that technological change will be is amazing. Yeah, it's like, like... 
you know cyborgs are a thing in the year 2000 and like robocop or whatever like you know mm-hmm. it's it's all this crazy like so should we talk about what that setting is a little bit yes El- new- that's kind of one and one to set up new so angeles like, it, new angeles is seven years after the big quake so apparently in the year 2000 a giant earthquake hit california and it, california in the <laughs> yeah the governor couldn't do a thing to stop it in, in, in one of the, like, the descriptions I read, and correct me if this is wrong, New Angeles is a merger of San Francisco oh, and L.A.? That, that's a mix. That, that, that's, that's news to me. I don't okay, know. that's what... Let me, let me bring up this little descriptor I read. But yeah, I don't think that's important. I think we go on to well, say that yeah, it's, it's, it's it, the area... It was, it was an interesting like, note. The, the important thing here is that a big earthquake... San Diego. ...basically just ruined this portion of California. Right. I'll be honest. I don't really know much about California or care to. So it, it could be just like this today, as <laughs> it, far as you as know. As far as I'm concerned, California is just all this. Right? Yeah, so it's all yeah. Los Angeles slash so San huge, Francisco. It destroyed like the whole, you know, California, whole Southern California. It destroys, I guess. Yeah, the the infrastructure that they have in place, and, so, and it floods like a bunch of parts. Like there's there's they rivers talk about where, Hollywood and Vine. The, the weather uh, report says the water is going to rise up to Hollywood and Vine. Right, right. there's there's things of like black rain. Just like it's just it's huge. Like there's like gang wars. Like yeah, like when all this shit happened, just this ridiculous. Which like I, I think that's like an interesting part is like they've you've got ridiculous numbers of gang members you have to fight in double right. dragon they need an excuse they to need have that. that so their excuse is infrastructure completely fell apart the gangs took over right because there was no federal aid no help so you it's got- a it's a it's a closed off post-apocalypse and, they and I think that's up, pretty cool. It is cool. They, they do I set like up it. a fun like idea that they never really use in an interesting way of that during the day you've got the cops that are out, but at night they they go back indoors. The cops are like, we're done. And it's purge time, basically. Yes. Yes. Run the street yes. at it night. is the purge. Curfew. Uh, oh my God, you're right. But the, it never really <laughs> matters all that much because you fight gangs during the day, you fight gangs at night. Well, no, that that changes at a particular yeah, plot point. But I'm saying it just it, it changes for no particularly yeah. value. I think like, there's a lot of that in this right. movie. So moving on, so we get this set up for New Angeles and the narrator who is narrating the thing about thousands of years ago is still talking and then it cuts to like this giant corporate office like C-suite on the top of like some skyscraper and the narrator is a character in the film Terminator 2 it is Robert Patrick uh, T-1000 yeah just call him Terminator 2 that's <laughs> that's his name frosty Terminator 2 frosty tips. yeah his frosted tips his oh, like God. nice goatee he's He's got a look. It and he's so here to 90s. chew some scenery. Like It's so yeah. crazy to me that they made him look like that. I mean, I know they were going for like a cartoony world to begin with, but like that actor looks so intimidating as the Liquid Metal Terminator. He can be a scary guy. And they made him this total goofball. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. I this think he's a kid's scary. movie, though. He's pretty scary. It is a kid's movie, and I have he to accept that. Also constantly smoking. <laughs> It's just it like is a kid's movie. Whenever he wants to start to talking, before he starts talking, he just lights a cigarette, like mm-hmm. as if that's that's what he requires in order to speak. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, they they show they demonstrate that there's like oxygen, uh, yes. because the smog is so bad. You, you have, have to go to have like oxygen tanks, and they're like or pay for telephone booths, yeah. but they give you oxygen to breathe. So he's just replaced it with a filter in his mouth. And exactly. That's. Yeah. It. I'm gonna be honest. I completely forgot about any of this oxygen stuff. <laughs> oh, that's the part there's I like about the movie. Great world building yeah. in this movie. Let's not go too far. Yeah, so, let's not so, call it great. <laughs> I think that re- think divorce from everything else. I think the world yes. building is really good. I'll give it that. So he's talking about the medallions. He knows all about the medallions and their power. And then Lash, the woman we saw in the previous scene, comes to deliver to him one half of the medallion. 
and he gets pissed Uh-oh. off because he thought he yeah. he was getting both. It seems like that could have been communicated way before <laughs> yeah, this point. Like before she came back from China. Yeah. Like crossed an ocean to deliver Wait this. Wait a minute. You're telling me that this medallion that I got that looks like it's cracked down the middle and isn't it's the called, whole thing? It's called the double dragon, but there's only one <laughs> dragon only on it. I see one dragon on this. <laughs> yeah. Weird misnomer on the yeah. name of the medallion. Yeah. Oh, boss. We really... Oh, what, what a goof up we've had here. So he clasps he gets pissed and he clasps his hands around this medallion and like great special effects <laughs> like he turns uh, into paper mario he turns into paper mario <laughs> yeah he basically turns into paper like and also turns grayscale i feel like what might have happened here is that they were like we need him to turn into like a scary monster or something well, it's shadow he's supposed to be but, but bear with me for a second i i, I i'm feeling what i'm talking about is like why they chose to do with this particular effect uh, or why they didn't go through the entire effect because later on like the effect progresses like he turns into an actual shadow but in yeah. this he just turns into like I, a flat two-dimensional piece I think of paper it was yeah. just <laughs> flapping in his chair i think it was just something that the special effects team was like it, on the horizon of exploring cgi they were like we've developed this new technology yeah. and we think that robert patrick would look really good as a floppy piece of gray paper yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's that scene cut to a woman wearing the other half of the medallion watching like a tournament a martial arts watching tournament. the karate kid in watching person basically the karate kid and it's um B- billy no jimmy lee uh one of the 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 lee brother they don't even I, they're not brothers i don't they're even, they are brothers in the context of this of this right. series but one's adopted is yeah, that said I, arguably I think they're both in, orphans because they don't have Sure. Either Mario, way, Mario, Mario, Luigi, yes, Mario, yes. Them, Billy, Billy, and Jimmy. One of them Billy. has a level of ethnicity, and the other one is a is family a, of five character. What is it called? The, uh, the a white ninety uh, sitcom of actor. Right. Of he hasn't been in Party of Five yet at this point in time. Right. So <laughs> it's it's he's, it's he's a Gilmore Girls looking motherfucker. Jimmy Lee, Jesus. the guy, the 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 guy in what is it, Iron Chef, Top Chef. Yeah, yeah, Iron yeah. Your yeah. yeah. ingredient opener. <laughs> right. The guy um, chomping into the apple. Fantastic he, man. He is fighting another guy in this tournament, and then Billy, who is his brother, is is watching. Um, and he, the Billy, the brother watching, gets real antsy to be yeah. in this fight. And well, it's a tag team fight. It's a tag team fight, and Jimmy isn't tagging out because Jimmy does have this guy on the ropes in the fight, and then he like backs up into his corner, and Billy forces the tag, takes his hand, and then just slaps it tags him out and he's like i'm in this is this is what they're attempting to do is to establish these characters kind of tr- traits they're trying to be like one uh, of these guys is nick and one of them's a joe right right <laughs> and unfortunately <laughs> Billy, classic, the, the listeners will understand that well immediately of so course classic archetypes nick slash jimmy is the serious older brother type who who's like we need to do this by the books we need to do it right as we were yeah. taught you know things matter and billy is the one who's like i'm gonna jump on this guy and scratch his head you know <laughs> yeah but yeah. but they're both kind of goofballs they just, are both a little yes. bit but there is definitely the billy is the silly one jimmy is the one who's like we, we need to take care of business billy's just like addicted to puns is the difference here like God. so many fucking puns i didn't even write any down which i'm uh, kind of ashamed of but but long story short they lose this fight because billy is a chump <laughs> and, yeah and it's gets, awful <laughs> but it goes even worse than him just being a chump they lose the fight because he does a disqualifying action by jumping on the guy's back and giving him a noogie and giving a noogie but then also can't lose gracefully the other guy says something to him and he kicks the shit out of yeah, him yeah <laughs> they give him they give the other team team red and their team lee because their last name's lee yeah they give team red the the you know championship trophy and then the guy says what does he even say to him 
He says something. Some yeah, and he starts a fight in the nineties yeah. movie. Yeah. Either way, <laughs> basically, they've they utterly fail to set up any kind of likable characters. At this point, the villain is more likable. Yes. Huge ding for me. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm I'm only on board with Lash at this right. point in the movie. Lash and the the like the one Asian guy who was in Big Trouble in Little China. And Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. He's one of the yarmulke wearing Asian guys. Okay. I was like, I want to know more about him. And he does nothing for the rest of the movie. <laughs> like, Fair enough. He does He does speak in very bad lip-synced yeah. dialogue in that yeah. opening scene, though. So they they get... Well, they don't even get thrown out. Just a big fight ensues with like the entire audience. And that's the end of that scene. Then cut to... I just want to make a brief reference here to Jack City. <laughs> Because Jack oh, City yes, that commercial. is such a good commercial. Yeah. Because so there are still quote unquote aftershocks in the seven years after the big one. And so the city sells or, or people sell basically pylons, these like, you know, car jacks before your house. Mm-hmm. And you 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 yeah. spring them up and you, it helps keep foundations up. So so commercial for Jack City, commercial ends. <laughs> we now get a news report. <laughs> Yeah, with George Hamilton and Vanna, Vanna White. White. Yeah, wow. As the newscasters, just and a weird cameo. Andy Dick and Andy also Dick the as the weatherman. Yeah, talking this, about Black Rain. This scene does more world building in the entire movie. So anything else? Is the premise just that Hollywood has kind of collapsed. Yeah, Hollywood so they... has collapsed, and now all these actors have to go find work elsewhere. Yeah, that's a fascinating premise. Yeah. Fascinating premise. No good lines. <laughs> like <laughs> Andy Dick. Andy Dick what do you expect? And, well, Andy Dick know. does say his weird thing about like, I sure hope none of you take curfew less seriously because of daylight <laughs> savings time. Right. Yeah. Because then t- we'd lose viewers. <laughs> right. Classic Andy mm-hmm. Dick. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about and then it, it like pans out and there's like a diner happening where a bunch of people are like getting off work and they're putting on like their oxygen masks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then we have Jimmy and Billy and the woman. Who they have not I'm gonna say her name now because they Satori. Satori, because they never say her name for like another 10 minutes in the yeah. movie and so they're out after curfew and they have to they, they're driving back for the tournament and she's like would have taken so long if you guys didn't start that big fucking fight you dumbasses." yeah i mean it turns into a riot that fight right, yeah yeah and so they're driving down the street and jimmy's driving and billy's in the passenger seat can we talk about their the dragon wagon the dragon wagon it's like the fucking DeLorean. This is yeah, definitely from, one of my two points in the movie is the dragon wagon is genuinely rad. It's an old station wagon with like wood paneling on it. Right. Painted with some dragon stuff. Or maybe they had the paint later. I can't yeah, remember yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. added later. But but it is rigged up to we later shortly after see that it runs on trash, but it shoots fire out the back. Like out the top. Like yeah. on the roof. Yeah. Like there are these giant exhaust pipes that like wrap around the sides of the car and then meet at the can join at the top and then have a exhaust of flame. My, of my flame, favorite yeah. visual in the car is that there's a little crank like on the console between the two front seats and you turn the crank and it like spins this like opening in between the, yeah, the, the, furnace. the, the driver and it's a furnace you look at this like, <laughs> glowing orange pit yeah. and it's like and god that's, damn and that's the mr fusion that they throw shit into <laughs> yeah. to yeah. power the car and it's like you guys have fucking like trash powered cars like how are you still a dystopia this is yeah. a weirdly close to like mario kind of thing yes, it feels yes, like it where it's just and not to mention when they get pulled over 
Well, so the the gang pulls them over. Yeah, yeah. The they, gang pulls. They, they they see someone. They think it's like a woman that's in distress, like with a broken car. And Billy's like, "We we gotta pull over." Yuck, that's yuck, my yuck. type of woman. Oh, it's a man. Yeah, turns Hashtag around. Aged jokes. <laughs> yeah, and then pulls the hair off, and it's a, a dude from one of the gangs. And then they just get surrounded by gangs. I don't know. What, are you, are you oh, trying to reference something to the Mister Fusion? No, or? no, no. In addition, like there's so many weird Mario parallels. They they get pulled over. They want to figure out who's pulled them over. They flip a panel and they're typing yeah, on a keyboard yeah, in the there's, car. There's like a there's police a little computer, database. Yeah, yeah, which has animated gifs with sound yeah. of everybody in the police database. People had really None high hopes for yeah. like what the future entailed, specifically <laughs> with the like future of 2007. <laughs> but just like specifically like personal computer technology yeah. or like what you could do or like just like. No one's like fucking. They're gonna load a fucking JPEG into this database. They're but, not gonna show like. But Whoa, why right? would you do that? Even if you could, <laughs> like I don't it's know. The screaming a bobo. They identify that the the guy who's pulled them over is a bobo who is the leader of the Mohawks gang. Yeah, and his little police profile is a 3D like turning head image of him screaming over and over again. Ah! And it plays that, so you have to listen to that every time you want to look <laughs> up his police file. Perfect. I yeah. love it. So they get surrounded, and a bobo comes out. A fuck, what a name! And Bo he, a bobo. Bo a bobo. Mm-hmm. First name Bo, last name a bobo. And he walks out, and the the toll for them to leave them alone, for them to go on their merry way, is fifty dollars. Yeah, and very reasonable. Satori is still wearing her half of the double dragon, which seems very stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like, why if would you're you wear trying that to protect this thing? Yeah. Keep it made hidden. out of solid gold. Let us be clear. It's yeah. a solid gold medallion. And you know that curfew means police are all gone and the gangs take over the streets and you're out. Honestly, wearing the, this thing out of your, the, for as important jacket. as this artifact is, they always wear it at, yes. in, in, in as much plain yes, sight as you can out in the open. Yes. So a Bobo sees it. He's like, I'll take yeah. that instead. And he like grabs it. Um, where it's still she, around she stabs him with something she stabs him with yeah no idea like i guess a knife or maybe a pen or pen something and, pen. Yeah. and then she's she, pen. <laughs> which is honestly probably a good gift and you know yeah yeah, yeah. In, that, in, in los angeles in, new in angeles new, new angeles and and then she's like punch it and like could they have not punched yes. it before i well, am so confused by there that there was there was because they surround the car right but then like they like in place. conveniently step away from the front of the car in the next shot and it's like oh no they, they could have yeah sure like because at first when they but get what reason over, would they possibly do that for the, the plot uh, yes thank you okay <laughs> the plot so they they zoom off and a bobo gets back in his fucking like tank truck his like swat truck that he's decked out with like gnashing teeth in the grill right. it's stuff. time for the mad max part of yeah the movie, they're gonna basically. chase each other and he has th- a thing called like a teletracker which lets him know wherever their car is and so there's yeah. this kind of which defeats <laughs> they throw a gross map at him to cover his right. face and then he just doesn't it doesn't matter because he has a teletracker. He them like what none of this matters right everything that everyone is doing doesn't matter i do love the part because he has like his sidekick Who's like this scrawny? He's like basically yeah. the guy from Fury Road. Like, it's, well, yeah, he, that's true. He yeah. is like that archetype. He is Just also literally the guy from the Weird Science TV show. Oh yeah, which is such a weird like. Oh, okay, I grew up watching that stuff on USA so you late just at night. Recognized him yeah, immediately. But immediately, it, it is in the way that he is like the the hyperactive Nux type character. He's also just completely not not entertaining at all. No, yeah, he's like just a piece of shit. Like I hate him. Like he does, he does the like uh, just eats up screen time. Who's uh, Jabba's little 
Salacious crumb. <laughs> Slash crumb. Yeah. He does a salacious crumb laugh a few times. Yeah. They all act like Nickelodeon extras, basically. Like like yes. like a like an adult character who's just like, oh, it doesn't matter, whatever. Just act silly. You're on a Nickelodeon show. Yeah. They're no one all, cares. They're all zany and we got them in the theater. It's fine. Yeah. But so, not- so Bo Bo Bo, they mentioned that he can lift eight hundred pounds. That never comes up in the no. movie. Because they, they never fight him. Yeah. He never gets into any kind of physical altercation. Right. He simply drives. You simply a dumbass. Chases after them. They they try to block his vision. He's got the tele thing. The they tele thing doesn't matter because, or, or or rather, and they can self control. They can remote control the car from within the car with like a joystick. Like a joystick comes <laughs> yeah. out of the console, like well, a yeah, flight stick. Forced video like, game like reference. A, yeah. All that said, a Bobo has the a most point complete arc in the movie. I guess, sure. yes, he, he, yeah, he, but it's still He changes dumb. over the course of the movie. Well, more don't than any spoil, of the other Joe. Before Come we get on. to it, what were you gonna? What was the point? Just you were the point make? being is that he ends up getting stuck in the alleyway by following them with a the teletracker. Right. So nothing matters in yeah. this sequence. But I do, yes. Yeah, so Everything he, about this doesn't matter. He catches up to them once after they ditch him uh, when they throw the map on his on his windshield, and then Billy just takes out some easy cheese out of the the fucking glove compartment and throws that in and do not burn that makes the exhaust just go yeah easy cheese yeah. is the the nitrous oxide of the <laughs> right. of the double dragon universe it's true the, the the point of this scene was to get to the point where they introduce um well, Alyssa Milano's and character and her and her power right core. so th- yes they duck down an alley with the car and then a bobo tries following them and like nick said they get stuck you're really yeah. excited for the fight with a bobo and then yeah, Melissa Milano, uh, her character Marion yeah, shows up. Yeah, conveniently waiting there in jackets that match the <laughs> yeah, what the, the, fuck? the graffiti on the wall. <laughs> These people are just standing up against the wall, and their backs of their jackets are, look like the graffiti that they're standing up against, and then they all turn around. So did like, they paint that real quick when they knew they were coming? <laughs> right. Or did, did they, they always they, have that ready? They have to stand exactly in that spot. Yeah. It's nice tonight, guys. We're, we're in the right spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to wear the you know, vine in, in, in the fifth Either way, that we made. they do look 90s dope. Oh, like, yeah. It's pretty cool. Their outfits are pretty great. Yeah. Um, the costume design of this movie... Sometimes it's for really bad ideas, but it's generally pretty, pretty, pretty yeah. well put together. Better costume. than it could be. I mean, yeah. the, the power core, which is Lisa Milano's gang that scares away a Bobo finally, is like they would be on in living color dancing. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Yeah. There's some fly right. girls in that. Like gang. they look like like cast members from Zoom. Yeah, Melissa yeah. Milano is a fly girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they get scared away, and then we go to a Bobo is. Or no, first. No, no, yeah, we got to figure out why the power core exists. Oh yeah, well the power core exists because they're like a p- counterbalance to the gang. Right. In, so they're like an anti-gang gang. Right. Because because the cops go to bed, they don't deal with shit after curfew. We could probably tackle this also real quick because the the scenes that ma- that don't matter too much. The power core, uh, they're not liked by the cops either because they're like vigilantes. Yes. So the cops don't like them. But also, Whoa. Alyssa Milano is the chief's daughter. Womp womp. Yeah. So there's a whole that's that'll in another scene that really doesn't matter. There's a minor payoff at the end. So talking about a scene that doesn't matter, cut to Billy and Jimmy and um I forgot the woman's name, Satori, back at where they live, and they live in like an old theater. theater. Yeah. She is explaining to them the power of the double dragon. Just like we like in Meteor Res, like that's the next scene. And I really glazed over at this point. It, I, it's so bad because they're just forcing exposition. Yeah. It's like they've lived their entire lives. These dudes look like they're in their 20s, but they still live with their adopted mom. Not even an explanation of... it's New Angeles. That's a different kind of place Wait, I thought she was a sister. 
No, no, no. She that's... was their adoptive mom. Yeah. Oh, God. Damn. After Jeez. their father, that she tells in this scene, right. their father died. Right. He was a professor, Professor Lee. Mm-hmm. And when Professor Lee died, he told her to take care of her kids. His in kids. a weird abandoned theater. In, <laughs> yeah, I specifically, specifically. Yeah. And so, but like literally, Billy is asking, like, "Hey, isn't it about time you told us about the dragon?" And she says, "Yeah, I'll tell you about the dragon. For Let me tell minutes. you <laughs> the same story you've heard twice in this movie." already robert patrick told it two times and i'm going to tell you again and we're going to pretend that you grew up to being 20 years old without ever hearing this story uh, (laughs) these are sins yes these are awful things to do to an audience because it is so boring so move to joe i was gonna say do we we can because you know there's a lot of a lot of small this scene this movie has a lot of small scenes that do weirdly like gel together but cut to meanwhile a bobo is reporting back to yeah the villain, the villain. We, we haven't said who it is yet because he hasn't introduced himself because the villain is a crazy guy he's like you know what he's this a crazy guy, guy also a billionaire also like you a know, scientist maybe a man, also of, a magician. man of industry uh also maybe a god because he's like sometimes he's like and, and i finally returned to the earth and it's like what are you exactly yeah, yeah he talks about prophecy and like at some point heralding his arrival right at some point implying that he's like the reincarnation of like the some evil army egyptian god maybe or something yeah like either way this this egyptian magician i don't think he ever says egyptian by the uh, way this this <laughs> this chinese magical yes. entrepreneur god man <laughs> was watching a different movie at the same a bobo full of magic steroids <laughs> no, 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 subdermal subatomic steroids oh sub oh, subatomic i think subdermal is what it was I could have sworn i'm, you I'm said pretty sure summer. it doesn't matter okay. they're not magic they are science it's, it's our science. Engi- our engineers it's whip Marshall, this up in the lab he said Marshall science yeah Fucking, do you remember that? I don't. Where he's like, uh, they call oh, it martial oh, they art. They call it martial, martial arts. Not martial you science. wouldn't know the difference, Billy. So they, yes. Yeah, so so a, a Bobo is screaming because they take him to like the basement laboratory. Yeah. Where they're going to pump him full of, of steroids. He freaks out. There's a lot of little moments that they're setting up. Um, like that where like he, he freaks out when he sees the chair, by the way. Yeah, the chair. Like, Big, strong guy. Like, well, like being revealed like the fucking carbonite thing i think i found the 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 cross that i'll die on here because a bobo is also set up as the most empathetic character in the movie yeah he's a dumb brute but also he shows fear in a way that we don't really care when the boys are afraid because they're like too protaggy Mm -hmm. and you kind of want them to die Mm -hmm. the entire time a bobo you're like oh man this is i'll give you that this is tough and so it, it, it's kind of a sad moment for this 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 weirdly named guy also the thing is they can never determine how dumb of a brute he is because at some points he's super articulate or at least mm-hmm. articulate for the average person and other points he's like oh me big guy strong i think there's maybe a reason for that and that's because at this point in the movie the this is the last time you see that actor playing a bobo okay oh do they change is they it change, not him in this yeah, yeah totally sense. different actor for the rest of the movie all right so going forward we have a news report madonna's breaking up with her husband tom arnold and that's important and jerry brown's the vice president <laughs> whatever but it also it leads in it's a news report about the power core and cut to the police chief watching said mm-hmm. news report this like, is when you find out Alyssa milano's his daughter you find out Alyssa milano's daughter she wears a wig because her normal hair is like a pixie cut like There's blonde. So many little things that don't need to be dealt with she wears this. a red like long-haired wig and to join them for breakfast also these actors in the in the movie, like Billy has been stated openly that he is supposed to be seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. He is obviously like at least twenty five. Yeah, like so. And then Melissa Milano also 
in her twenties. Everyone's 20s. in their twenties in this movie. But she. That's oh, true. Oh, oh, actually, the uh, Mark Damask, D- D- Damasco, Damascus, Damascus, uh, whatever his name is, he seems older. But yeah, well, he always seems older though. Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. Either way, uh, it, that's kind of true of all high school actors, though, until Especially kind of recently in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is just setting up again, like Joe said, police don't like the power core and. Melissa Milano is trying to defend the power core. Her name is Marion, <laughs> just because you keep calling her Melissa Milano. I'm going to keep on calling her Melissa Milano. <laughs> so, oh, I have the quote in my notes. Submolecular steroids. Sub- okay, so okay. we're kind of like, meet in the middle. Uh-huh. Not, not uh-huh. A molecule, not an atom, but not, yeah, not, not the dermis. Yeah. While we're kind of on an Melissa Milano subject, is, is Melissa Milano what Star-Lord names his spaceship after? They've got the Benatar is the newer version of the spaceship. Right, and then the, the Milano. I thought Milano he just really liked cookies one. and Pepper Farm. I'm pr- no, well, I mean, definitely he's naming them after pop characters. Yeah. I don't know what Alyssa Milano did in the 80s, though. I don't know. Uh, who's the boss? She was she was like a a dream figure for young men of the time because she was young herself. Is it was who's the boss? Was a, I was young boys young. wanted to be Alyssa Milano. They wanted up. to be gotcha. Alyssa Milano. That's exactly what it is, Joe. I, I mean, I want to be Alyssa Milano now when I grow up. So cut back to the theater where the Lees live. The Lees are training. Billy and Jimmy Lee are training. This is the first time we get to hope that the boys are finally going to die. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> we hope that the whole movie, I think. <laughs> there's, there's a knock at the door. Satori goes to answer it, and it's just—it's the fucking bad guy. The fucking villain is just like, "Hey, what's up?" Like, just like, like Adobo told me who you were, and I know where you live because you know. Adobo. The- <laughs> Whatever, that's good. The Adobe Keep going. Suite. I looked it up on the Adobe Suite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went to Kadoba on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> so the villain introduces himself as a uh, formerly Guy- Victor Geisman. Yeah, this is such unnecessary bullshit. You literally get no time to care that he has masked his identity. From being Victor Geisman, who worked with Professor Lee and Satori, to now being uh, uh, Koga, Koga Shuko, Shuko. Which, none of this matters. Apparently, he was just like, "I want to be called Koga Shuko." No, <laughs> I think that's what it was. I think it was like cultural appropriation. Like he like really liked this evil warlord. Yes, it was and, a Chinese warlord that yeah. he wanted to name take the name of because he's like nobody cares about Victor Geisman, and that's fine. I don't. We don't need this as an audience. This is unnecessary, and there's sure. so much of that in the movie. So, they, my favorite part of the scene is when they have the camera on Satori, and she's like, "You killed my father because because the father discovered the the medallion, et cetera, et cetera, and then he killed him like in a way to cover it up and get the medallion." And she's just like, "You killed my father. I'll l- never let you get the other half of the j- double dragon." Blah 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 blah. Meanwhile, in the background, <laughs> Billy's walking up. No, no, no. But first, the Lees are just like slapping each other, basically. Like they're just having just like a fucking like pissing contest. They're not just even like, aware what's you're going on. You're an idiot. On. No, you're stupid. Like no, fuck you. Well, they, they were just practicing their move, which was like this weird double dragon kick thing, right? That where Billy picks up Jimmy by the arms and then swings him around. Him, yeah. And it's it's a little bit of foreshadowing. A little bit. And he's like, you're supposed to hold on to me, Billy. Right. Yeah. So they walk up. Billy just fucking wearing the other half of the double dragon. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, what's up? What's going on? Yeah. And, Again, just wearing it out in the open. Yeah. And Shuko is just like, oh, like oh, that's it. Let's get him. And then yeah. Satori's just like, run. He literally tries to grab at it. Yeah. Like he's like a, like a hungry animal. <laughs> right. He's like just a like bear. immediately goes for it. Like, so, so the, the Lee's run Satori fights him. 
fights. Yeah, Satori fights Shuko, and then the Lees are chased by Lash They're just running. And, oh, that's right. Lash. And, and the other two. Huey and Lewis. Yeah. Those yeah. are the, the two what, Asian. What names? What awesome names. Well, they have Jewish accents at the end of the movie. Well, also, I'm like, certain that they're this weird cultural mix-up character arc. I, I don't know why it's there. Not arc. That's not the right but word. But on top of that, like every time I want to say Huey and Louie, like Huey and oh, Louie yeah. are chasing them. I would describe this scene as almost fun. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's, it's kitty. The, the thing that's like the theater is such an absurd set piece. There's right. so much cool stuff to do here. If Jackie Chan, were yes, here, there you that's go. exactly what I was thinking. Yes, <laughs> I was like, the fight choreography in this is so bad. Land. Like, how did people like not learn after like Jackie Chan movies? Like, you can make this stuff fun and exciting. Because well, Hollywood hadn't really caught up to Hong Kong cinema in that regard. Choreography was I'm not sure. there. Jimmy is actually a really good martial artist too. The mm. actor is actually a really good stuntman. Yeah, and and you can you can see that, but like the cuts are so bad. Yes, like you can't watch any of the action. You're right. Uh, yes, <laughs> the, the it's it's just it's just huge dings all over the place on the on the action. Right. So there's a part. My one of my favorite parts is where Huey or Lewis, I'm not sure, one of the twins runs mm-hmm. up to Billy because they split. They climb up the rafters up into the nosebleed seats. Divide and conquer, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing about the divide and conquer idea here is that they're Only dividing one of two them people. Have the, the, the fucking medallion. That's true too. But but even dividing like you're not you're dividing yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you've 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 only yeah. maintained the instead exact of, same odds. Yeah. Instead of two v two, it's one v one. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like once you like yeah, simplify it. So there's a part where one of the twins runs up on Billy. And Billy's like, wants some gum? And he has a skateboard and he just shatters like a, a gumball machine and it just spills gumballs out. And then the guy trips on him. I'm going to be honest with you. I really checked out during this fight. <laughs> I, I mean, I stopped paying attention. <laughs> this was hard. It's, this you was know a what? hard watch. Yeah, it, it was, it was kind of difficult to get through. Yeah. So they fucking, I'm trying to keep up with my notes. Where were we? Okay. So. So they the the Lees beat the brothers, and then uh, Weissman is shown like powering up his his medallion yeah. over there. He turns into Paper Mario again, and then it cuts back to the Lees, and the Lees are like, "Yeah, we beat them." And then they hear like this big booming sound, yeah. and they're like, "What's that noise?" And they look at like one of the theater exits, and the door just like blows apart, just like explodes apart, splinters, and here's a Bobo looking. Super fucked up. It's My really God. gross. <laughs> it's, it's not just gross. It's not believable or practical or like, it, I mean, he's completely non-functioning at this <laughs> right. point. Exactly. You can't do any interesting martial arts with this yeah, character. Like these steroids are like not like, there's no boon to having this steroid. Yeah. His cheek muscles are like bulging out of his face. <laughs> yes. And it's really upsetting to look it's at. Like, it's like if Jabba the Hutt got swole like, <laughs> like he's fantastic. just he's just got this like fleshy like pasty pizza color and then like his his neck has now expanded around his head and then yeah. like outward like it looks like he's wearing like a super stuffed hiker's backpack behind him but then that just fused with his body and became one because like if you look at him in profile it's just like starting from the neck it just goes out like a foot yeah and then like that gets added to his mass like in no way is this practical it's um it's 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 impractical and it's gross and unfortunately it means this character will never have a good action scene in the movie right <laughs> and it's like okay and well i fucking what do they what do they do to disarm him here like what do they, i can't so remember this is so stupid because you think 
you think and you hope as a child watching this that like, oh man, now stuff's gonna get good. This guy's gonna like punch people through yeah. walls. Yeah. He like walks up to them and they start to get ready to fight. They don't know what they're gonna do. From behind them, Satori shows up and she swings a punching bag at him and knocks right. him off the stage into a net yes safely and for some reason that like scrambles his brain because he's just going oh well i think also i think also it's because he's top heavy yeah he can't get up yeah like it's like you know you put him in a hammock like he's fucked yeah like, but but he's making like weird gibberish sounds right. down and, there and i was also convinced like the the submolecular steroids scrambled his yeah had yeah. like deteriorated his mental capacity but he will get lines later in the movie right and make him like a fully functioning human yeah now the thing about this this also is that this was almost a good idea by the villain because at this point satori isn't satori satori is the villain satori is possessed right this is the you've successfully made the boys think oh man she saved us she's great yeah and then immediately after this he makes a really dumb like okay i'm the bad guy now grabbing the thing (laughs) again that hungry bear comes out yeah You, he like, has the chance to use this. So the thing he does is he cracks his knuckles, <laughs> which Dude, that's he continues to do throughout the entire movie. It's Every time tell. he possesses someone, yeah, he cracks his knuckles. He cracks his knuckles. They start to know something's up because of the way he's talking. And then he makes the grab and they realize, oh, no, we can't like that. This isn't her. We have to do something. So they lock her in a cage. Yeah, there's like a little I, I don't even know what you call it, like a storage cage. Why yeah. would they have a cage that you can't open from either side? It's, it's a pretty confusing <laughs> thing thing they've done. It almost matters because the building catches fire and she's trapped in there and she's like, yeah. you got to right. leave yeah. it up, me boys. Shuko is like, we're going to burn this building to the ground. Also, when they were fighting, quote unquote, fighting a Bobo, they were throwing bricks at him. There was like loose brickwork and they were throwing mm, and they, yeah. they, 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 made they, a hit, they hit a gas line mm-hmm. and it, st- it started leaking. Very colorful gas too. Like, right. It, it's not like like i mean i guess you have to visualize it so it's obvious but because mm-hmm. otherwise it would just be like air the liquid but, nitrogen yeah but um it, you're thinking oh so this is how they're gonna lose their mentor she's gonna be trapped in this in this cage but then they just kind of break it open yeah she just kicks it down like yeah. a, a couple of good hefty kicks like breaks open this their metal efforts. cage so obviously robert patrick escapes her body as this possessed yes form now leaving her trapped in the cage we kind of skip that and he he says that they made a fatal mistake. He gives them a chance to give the medallion, and then he burns the place down when they say no. Right. So they he Shuko runs away. They get Satori out, and they run to the back exit. And then Shuko just shows up again. Yeah. Like <laughs> JK. Wait, didn't I leave. forgot something. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I forgot huh. the plot. Well, because they basically they ran out the back exit, and they were just standing in the alley, like waiting for them to show up so they could steal the medallion back or whatever. I don't like yeah. not made very clear. So, uh, Satori has Billy and Jimmy run out the back with the medallion. Shuko is inside with Satori. Satori closes the the back door and keeps it locked in an effort to keep Shuko inside during the explosion. Which makes no sense. She's already seen him turn to paper and shadow. Right. Like like yeah, he can like morph away. Like it doesn't yeah. it makes no sense. So yeah, so he just bats her down. Yeah, knocks her out in one punch. Right. And so she's like dazed and Jimmy and Billy are like trying to get back inside because she's like barred the door. And they're like, let's go around front. And as they're running around front, building Boom. explodes, throws them across the street because of how powerful the explosion is. Yeah. And then they, they they've lost their mentor. They, Satori yeah, they, they is are, dead. Yes. They don't know what to what to do. Normally this would be a low point, but you're just disappointed that it wasn't the boys that exploded. We <laughs> got the wrong character. <laughs> yeah. So cut to Shuko. Has now decided since he cannot get the medallion because 
he he has lost all leads on where Billy and Jimmy are. He decides to host a meeting with all of the gangs in New Angeles. Yeah. And in a effort in a power grab to consolidate all of them together led by michael berryman from the hills have eyes and various other is? horror films he's he's an icon he looks like a horror movie yeah character staple he's so. fantastic yeah so he what's his, his the maniacs is that his, Ma- his yeah, group? yeah 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 because he's like the maniacs don't listen to anybody right which how do you like have any sort of organization <laughs> if that's the case <laughs> so he's basically heading this meeting on the gang side and then shuko shows up with lash and his little posse mm-hmm and Maniac Man is like, we're never going to follow you. And then he just turns into Shadow. It's and a pretty interesting shot. Like, the shadow shows up on the wall. And chokes and Michael choked, Berryman's shadow. Chokes him out. A really good power that honestly would have been really useful during the climax of this film. Or at any point in this <laughs> film. Any, time, any yeah. point where he was on the ropes, he could have done this. So, and then basically all the gangs see him choke out this dude and they're like whoa okay yeah you gotta follow him when michael berryman dies you gotta you gotta follow the new <laughs> yeah, leader fuck um uh we then cut back to the wreckage of the movie theater the power core or like sifting through it and a bobo not com- dead completely unharmed yeah. we'll charred up by this giant explosion mm-hmm. that he was obviously like in the center of mm-hmm. completely unaffected like a little soot on his yeah. face so we now are on a bridge or like some highway with uh, the Lees who have at several points in the movie by now have been referred to as ugly mm-hmm. and, and, and homely. homely which yeah, is, that joke doesn't work and they repeat it at least four times. I mean, like ugly. Okay, pretty good. Homely, little. It's a stretch. It's a, well, it's just it, you have to think too long on it. And, and you know what? It's okay if you make that bad joke one time from the Gary from weird science character like who's by the way his name in the credits is smart ass mohawk so smart ass mohawk saying that I'm fine with it then they repeat it from a bobo they repeat it from each other they repeat right. it from uh koga like what the fuck how clever did they Everyone think they were like, yeah this is pretty good it's a good yeah. insult <laughs> yeah we, we got it boys yeah they're trying to find a way to like get away. I, I I don't even know what their goal is at this point. Get out of the city. They get, actually they're get, arguing about their goal at this right, point right, right. because one of them wants to do something so, about it. The other about one doesn't. Satori because Billy is upset that Satori is dead. dead and has, <laughs> they're both. Let's be fair. They are both upset. She's yeah, dead. But, no, but Jim Jimmy's Jimmy is not like no. I'm cool with it. It's, no, but Jimmy's pissed and Jimmy's pissed at which I think is a very interesting like uh, plot idea an interesting piece of writing that jimmy is more pissed than upset because jimmy is pissed that they have been saddled with the task mm. of protecting this supernatural medallion all right which i think is a interesting and human way to take this like yeah. yes my you know my adoptive mother my protector is has been killed but also they, yeah, now I got this medallion. I but she has with. been keeping the secret away, and we have always been in harm's yeah. way. And good like, thing she told him five minutes before she died. Exactly, though. right? Yeah. As much of a setup for some kind of arc, this brotherly tension is. It is immediately resolved by saying, "All we've got is each other." And while they do bicker from this point on, basically no, nothing ever comes to fruition of their relationship as brothers. Right. No. Apart from the fact that they work together for the sake yeah. of the plot. Yeah. Of the movie. So, so they they Huge reconcile thing. within the span of this single scene. Yeah, and they well, it's time for a fight, so they've got to reconcile. Right, yeah. yeah. So, they, so they're walking down this like stretch of highway, which is along 
the new coastline that's been created after the earthquake. You can see buildings like dotting. Well, like, they they specifically say it's a river, right? Like it it, it looks like the mouth of a river. Yeah, like, like it looks like the bay. Like yeah. it looks like the Pacific. Like going into a river. I mean, it's flooding that goes up to the Hollywood sign, right? right. Yeah. So it's like, so they walk up. They they they're walking down this road, and they see like well, we do get a little foreshadowing here. Where there's people fishing and stuff in the river, right? I or like they're that. Not, they're not fishing, I guess. No, no they, they have specifically, a bucket. Yeah, they pull the bucket out, and there's just like an open, basically gas line, or the, the, basically there's shit. a flame of some kind, right. and they just dump the water on, and it ignites the flame higher. Yeah, implying how polluted uh, yes the river water is. There's a lot of thought in little things like no. throughout the movie, Again, and that's one of them. Great world building, yeah. in this movie. Yeah, I wish right. it was in a better movie. Let's not go too far. Connie. I still think I, it's I'm really great. Dylan on that one point. Yeah, yeah. I, well, on, on the whole, yeah, I think it's really good world building. Like between this and the Super Mario Brothers movie, I'm like, fuck, man. If these, like, if they just made like their own post-apocalyptic, semi-post-apocalyptic, like film, and, and then you could believe these two existing in the same <laughs> movie, the better better writers. The movie would still be a lot better with Snake Plissken fighting sure, all of these sure, these these sure. clown the games. acting was terrible throughout per, per, the movie and and snake Fliskin is not a great example of good acting pretty terrible either, yeah, in yeah. The game, the game series also. yeah so they're walking down the road and they just see a bunch of gang members they're just like hanging out like on the on the side of the road it looks like, like there's like a mini like dump or like car yeah. like i mean i the, it is that they're hanging out but i think they're waiting for a trap because of koga aligning the gangs because this is all the different gangs now yes but i mean the thing is like they wouldn't know that the Lees would show up at that precise point. So they just... The I mean, plot they, guided them to the right place at the right yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure there's like tons of gangs like across yeah. the city waiting for him. But like there's just a guy sitting in one of like the burned out cars and he just has a picture of the Lee brothers and he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's them. Yeah. And so big fight ensues for they're trying to jump them. It's the weirdest fight. First of all, the music is like, it's not the song from Ferris Bueller, but it's exactly like the song from Ferris Bueller. Right. Like there are points like with the... With the the music choices in this film, I keep thinking like, wow, like this is, yeah, okay, like 80s music. I'm like, wait, no, this movie was made in 94. <laughs> so it's doing the like bow, bow thing yeah. throughout this whole fight. It's terrible. It doesn't fit. doesn't create any tension. The f- It's supposed to be a goofy fight anyway because you got like gang members who are like a clown gang. Yeah, it's like the warriors like pick yeah. the fight with Billy Come and Jimmy. Yeah, play. that's exactly what they were going for. Yeah, so My favorite part is Billy like runs next to I don't even know it looks like a grain silo or like a water tower or yeah, something. Yeah, it's one of those storage things off the side of the highway you'll see all the time. And on the top of it there's this guy just dressed up as a postman yes. like even with like a, a, a side well, somehow like a, gotten ahead of the chase. <laughs> right. Everyone else is chasing them from behind. Right. From like he this, has gotten yeah, ahead. From this dugout or like this little patch of ground and he's standing on the top and like knows he has the element of surprise but despite that just goes down and goes hey Special delivery for you. <laughs> Airmail! <laughs> just jumps off. The, like, the thing is, like, at least, like, a two-story what high. What is happening here? <laughs> jumps off and then just, like, thinks he's going to land on Billy. All Billy has to do is step out of the way. He just face plants into the ground. It definitely seems like suicide for a moment. And then their immediate re- response to this guy jumping to what it seems like his death is to look, point, and laugh at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and what did they say? They I've had never a- seen a postal worker move that fast. Right. And, and they double high five <laughs> yeah. over that joke. Like, they, well, he, while he, the guy is on the ground, yeah. presumably dead. And Jimmy says, good one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Even Jimmy, yes. the serious, angry brother, is like, all right, you got a good one there. You <laughs> had to give Billy props on the <laughs> shitty pun <laughs> it's not even a pun that's not it's anything play. Like it's not it's well, nothing it's, it's 
It's bad, is what it is. It's just a comment. Turns out the post not a fine, funny though. comment. Yeah, he, he gets he, up. He's up for Kevin fights. Costner is in fact okay. <laughs> yeah. <And> he, yeah. <laughs> God, if that was Kevin Costner, that would have been fantastic. That would have been really good. Yeah. Um, was that movie out yet? That no, Matt I, Postman. I, I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a later '90s sure. thing. Was Waterworld out by this point? <laughs> I don't know. So they run into a fucking like watershed, like like a like yeah. A, a spot, shed on the water. A shed on the water. Mm-hmm. On the dock. A, sh- a shed on the watershed, uh-huh. if, if you will. Yes. So they're hiding in there, and all the gang members just surround it. And like it turned into like a fucking zombie movie for a second because mm-hmm. they're like ripping it apart and like tearing holes in it. And there's a part where what's his name? Asshole. Smart ass Mohawk. Smart ass Mohawk rips a hole open, looks inside, he goes, I see you. And Jimmy just goes, No, you don't. And it has like a broomstick. Like a broomstick. <laughs> just stabs him in the eye. My favorite part about that is not the stabbing of the eye. But that he then turns around and there's this like huge burly gang member there <laughs> who's like, like, hey buddy, come cry on my shoulder and like pulls him aside and taps him on the back. I, I, I like I, to believe that that was an actor's choice thing. Yes, like, yeah, that just happened. I, I hope so because yeah. now I, I it sounded dubbed over. I think it was a producer choice or something. Yeah, there's after. also really Studio bad like ADR in this movie there, at yeah. some points. A really weird fake out where they're like, oh man, look at this motorcycle. Oh, the motorcycle's broken. Yeah, he like revs it up. Or he tries to start it and it just goes. Pfft. It's like, okay, cool. They've got an escape. Oh, no. Now they're going to have to figure something else out. They just find another vehicle. <laughs> they just look over and there's a the fucking speedboat and they just go in the speedboat. Because in the games, you have a pursuit on a bike. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to echo the game, but then not do the game because of reasons. I don't know why. And, and we're going to go on a speedboat that just happens to be here conveniently. There is a very weird part where i forgot that this was a double dragon movie and not a time crisis movie because <laughs> with the color the red and blue color coding and like yeah. all these weird locales i forgot so they get on the the speedboat and they just they blow through the door on the water and they zoom off and they're like yeah and then not knowing they're just guys on jet skis yeah we're also assumedly gang members but also dressed all in black yeah well, i think they're not gang members because in this sequence, one of them has like a visor, right? That can that's track like super high tech, but it's <laughs> clearly just a motorcycle helmet. Yes, it is not a high tech visor, right? Like there's no heads up display can be seen from the outside, but on the inside you got it, yeah. And they have missiles on the fucking jet skis, and they start shooting them, and they're going down the Hollywood River, the Hollywood River. Uh, yeah, like Joe, you're talking about. You can see the Hollywood sign. The mm-hmm. water's like almost up to it. Uh, you can see the Chinese theater, and that's been mm-hmm. partially submerged, submerged in water. And so they're just chasing them, shooting missiles at them on this, as we know, very toxic, flammable river. So they just start igniting portions of the river. There is a uh, a tour cruise going around, showing off the Chinese theater. They zoom around (laughs) that. And then so they shoot. A missile lights the river. We should mention this is all in broad daylight because, as Joe pointed out, the gangs only fight at night before. And there was like this alliance there was with a the police chief which has now been broken the gangs are out in the daytime so that's why the tour is there is because they think they'd be safe right in gang territory it turns out yeah so they he shoots one missile it like ignites the part of the river which then ignites like a bunch of oil drums that are mm-hmm. just sitting on the bank i yeah. guess that, which that kills up. the tour group probably <laughs> yeah. i didn't think about that this kills the tour this <laughs> yeah. kills the crab yeah <laughs> so, and then they they keep zooming off and then they go towards this highway overpass and they shoot a missile up there and it blows the speedboat up 
Yeah. Seemingly. And they're so like, you're like, well, they're dead. They're dead. Finally, we That's got the rid end of the leads. There is no, I mean, you know, as an audience that these guys are going to get away. Right. But there's like not really any like leap away moment or anything. Right. Like there's no logical like conceit of like, okay, like here's. They could they survive. There's, there's how definitely they got like a I wish moment though. Yes. Like yeah. a huge ding for me that it wasn't, you know, just make this movie about Satori and Abobo as mm-hmm. the double dragon instead of the brothers. Much more interesting film at that point. So, so they. So they think they're dead and they think, oh, we got to get a scuba team out here to go retrieve the medallion because it's at the bottom of the, the Hollywood River now. Yeah. And then a, a little a little bit away, here are the leaves popping up out of the water. And they're like, blah, 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 because they everyone has been trying to avoid going inside of this toxic yeah. water. And they're just, that was why they didn't just jump into the water in the first place. Right. And now they're just in it. Now they're just in it now. And then Billy says, I hear if you get any of this in your mouth. You have diarrhea for a week, and, and your then hair falls off, out. And your hair falls out, and then they realized that right before he said that, they were spitting water out. Yeah, because they were underwater. It's it's not a good joke though. <laughs> like it's, I get it, what it's going for, but the delivery is all clumsy, right? And I just don't. They had I don't also like earlier, and we talked about how the, your flesh would peel off. If you yeah, got like, the water. Like, yeah, like they talk like there's a point where he's like, "Oh, we would like dissolve in this yeah. water." I was told at one point when I moved to the city of Richmond, Virginia, that the water there had brain-eating parasites in it. It it did. Well, my brain yeah. is just fine, just fine, just, just fine, fine, just fine, just fine. Also, the a kid died. The river did. <laughs> Death. That's a real thing that happened. It's true. It's true. The river. Did the tour also- group died. <laughs> yeah, the tr- the river also did catch on fire in the seventies because there was the, so much the waste. The actual in it. river yeah. was so polluted. Yeah. So the James so River. This weird. No. Oh, the James. Yeah, the James caught oh, on fire. Okay, the actual river in this movie also caught on fire because it was so polluted. The Hollywood oh. River doesn't exist. No, no, it's a river in Ohio where they filmed it. Oh wow! Oh, it, it was so polluted. So they're swimming in actual polluted water. Great, cool, awesome. Yeah, so that's good. It's good uh, authenticity. Um, it also their explosion generated like hundreds of police phone calls. Perfect. Because people didn't know what the hell was going on. Why awesome. is the river exploding? You know, it's just, it's just Tuesday. So the Lees are now looking for Power Core because they're looking for their help. Um, we now cut to uh, Marion at Power Core, the Power Core hideout, yeah. Power Core HQ, which does look like a fucking PBS kids show set. Like fun house. Yeah, like yeah. it looks like the set of Zoom. Yeah, totally. Yes. She is torturing a Bobo. With for, spinach. With, by f- force feeding him spinach with a funnel. Yeah. How do you not just spit it out? This is also the guy that could bench press 800 pounds yeah. before he had submolecular steroids and now pumped he into can't him. Break it's definitely ropes. worth reiterating that this is in a PBS, as you described, a Nickelodeon funhouse. So the target audience could never be more clear here. Yeah. This is exactly yeah. the kind of thing that would happen. The people yeah. are, you know, there are kids, they're like, a lot of kids, yeah, like skateboarding and yeah. just fucking playing Looks basketball. Like a cool place to hang out. There, there is a like little river gully that has been colored the color of Nickelodeon slime, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, which I yeah. assume is just like toxic stuff flowing into the middle of their playhouse. Is or what I assume. Kool Aid. Hey. It's just a river of Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> just marrying his fucking Willy Wonka to yeah. these kids. <laughs> seems right. That seems Drink right. from my river of Kool Aid. So she's trying to get info uh, from from a bobo, yeah, Bo a bobo, in uh, Marion's abode. Bo bobo. What comes of this is that eventually the Lees get there and they come up with a plan, right? And it's all Marion's plan. 
to sneak in and use Bo's computer thing to what? To 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 program in information. So yeah. she's solving a problem that hasn't existed in this movie until one scene prior. Yes. Which is She does not know that the that the gangs have joined together. Well, she has to know that now. Well, she I, apparently, yeah, which, because her plan is to hide data in their database that makes it look like gangs are getting paid differently. Right. It so makes all it look the like, gangs will disalign. Right. Because there will be infighting because of that. So the, is that a real thing that happened in the movie? Yes. I did not know that. But, but the whole point of that is to solve a problem that only just now exists. It also, never existed even before. Even better, they conceive of this plan and go to the hq they sneak into the air vents right yeah they they create a diversion in the lobby so all these punk ass kids show up in the lobby and start skateboarding everywhere yeah to create a diversion so they climb into the air vents of of shuko hq to deliver this plan which does not get executed they never forget about it never gets readdressed no in the span of the movie it's just how do we get to the next scene okay how do we get to the next scene but they fill up so much stuff you could get to that scene by just saying we need to break in you don't need to say anything else you have an almost good idea for a character moment with um with her dad um yeah negotiating with shuko shuko he's like trying to bribe the police and he's like nah i'm a captain america type of character and it's like (laughs) oh nice and then you know they're trying to fish one of these other double dragon jumping ahead a little bit so they are climbing through the air vents and they and they happen upon this scene Mm -hmm. so it's marion and the lees and they and so they were going to go one way to attack mainframe or whatever and the lees decide to go this way because they can hear shuko talking yeah and they want to avenge uh satori's death yeah and then all they this almost stuff. should have divided and conquered probably at this point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the math might have worked out. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like you said, Joe, they happen upon the scene where the police chief is trying to be bribed by Shuko right. to like work with the gang. So mm. Shuko, all of this is done in service so that Shuko can just get this fucking medallion. Yeah. Let us be clear that he's going to bribe the police. He's going to align the gangs of the city that the Lees brought into the fucking building. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that was a poor choice. Yeah. And so they see the other half of the medallion. So yeah, so Marion has like this magnetic pin that uh Billy borrows and creates like basically a fishing line to try to fish. Yeah, I don't know that it's magnetic. I think it's just got a hook. It's just like a clip pin. I, I was under the impression it was magnetic. That's also doesn't, the impression I got, but it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because <laughs> they try to fish it. is my favorite moment though, because they have no idea that Lash He's just, just standing just there. out of sight. <laughs> and I like Lash taking so much time to just be like, she like looks up at it and she's definitely thinking about it. She's yeah. like, huh. Like, I feel like that whole <laughs> sequence was actually really well done. It's definitely like. Shuko is talking to the cop. The cop is maybe seeing the pin, maybe not. Presumably not because he's not doing anything right. about it. But Lash is just like all of its background acting. She's back there watching this yeah, happen. Watching it go up, watching it come back down, them try again, watching yeah. it go back up a little bit. I genuinely think that was an entertaining mm. piece of this film. I thought it it's was good. It's the only entertaining it's, piece it's of a, this film. Yeah, it's 0. 0.5 of my score for yeah. them and, and, and the positive. <laughs> uh, but she she takes she takes a, a big old sword spear and cuts them out of the Because yeah, the there's like a fucking samurai like shogunate like yeah well yeah like historical stuff in there yeah. and, but yeah he has like a, a big naginata yeah a um, nagawata naginata all right i'm not a fan <laughs> is she, i like, is I like she, it being called a sword spear and she tries to stab it through the air vents to get 
to, to kill whoever's to, up there. Also, like this thing just shreds through that air vent. Oh my god! Like huge, it's fucking tissue paper. Huge ding for me that she didn't stab one of them. It was a great <laughs> opportunity to kill one of them. Yeah, and uh, like even Marion. Like, would you have been happy if? No, if, no, no. So at this point, Alyssa Milano is like the one thing that's keeping me going through the okay. movie. So. They show off her butt a lot in this movie. Yeah, it's um, yeah. A it lot doesn't of, like, really feel right to me. First of all, she's supposed to be a teenager. Second of all, she's she's well, twenty two at the time of filming. They're also su- both the leads are supposed to be teenagers yeah, as well. But it feels like it's for the audience as well as for the leads. Oh, of course, it's it but definitely. Also, she's not that shapely. Oh, okay. <laughs> you are one hundred percent wrong. I am. This this is the first time watching this that I realize how much of a crush I have on Alyssa Milano. Yeah, but I do feel like I'm at this weird kind of cross point where man, if I, only I, you grew up with who's the I, boss. Well, I grew up on a culture that was like a virtue of women is their sex appeal, right? That was in like sure, every unfortunately kids it's adult a, of the nineties yeah. movie. Yeah, and it's like. This scene is for me. <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to get woke. You know, I like the, the oh, woke no. part of me and the 80s, 90s action adventure films. They're like battling inside my like two yeah. dragons. Oh, my God. Uh, Just, like, fighting Just move on. My yeah, we didn't know. Please. We need to go on. So they are a huge ding for two of you. <laughs> <laughs> Double dinging. So they are. So Lash is trying to fucking kill these kill these people. And then it, she just tears enough holes through this fucking useless air vent that can't stay together. They fall through. So it's police chief dad, uh, Shuko, Lash, the Lees, Marion, police chief daughter. And this is the first time like the police chief knows anything that's going on. Mm-hmm. He's like, Marion, what did you do to your hair? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really bad haircut. <laughs> and so... What even happens now? There's so a, the there's police a fight chief scene. ends up fighting Lash instead. Yes. Shuko goes after the medallion. This is the point where you well, show off how powerful he is. He throws the boys down an elevator shaft. Yeah, like this elevator shaft with two ropes. It's like the fucking like like a- a- entry point to the Bat Cave opens up. It's a weird idea because he's like this will this will get him, but also they just ride the ropes down. Right. Well, I think he had a plan for getting them down there because that turns out to be his laboratory where he has presumably dead although they say that they're in suspended animation bodies right. just everywhere right yeah so basically he so they go they get thrown down into the basement of the the building or the facility and that's mm-hmm. where a bobo got his sub molecular steroid jack yeah. and and there's other various experiments they uncover someone's got like freddy krueger hands right yeah yeah what was that was <laughs> and they never do anything with it. It was like a lot of bad ideas. Like Shuko's like, ah, give that guy, give that guy <laughs> knives for hands. Yeah. Like, All right. What if you had a metal head? Yeah. What, what about that one? Yeah. What if this? What if he was just a basketball player, but he looked like a zombie? <laughs> what if he was just a basketball? player? <laughs> he looked like a zombie. A I mean, outfit. were these maybe just like? Yeah, they're like people dress that, up of, from people from the yeah, games. They, I, I, I don't. No, I don't remember the games. Probably. Well, but yeah, I mean, I'm like, sure they're references or they're just close enough. I think in the movie they're just people they stole off the street yeah yeah so shuko chases them down in his in various bodies in his shadow form and possesses various bodies that they then fight and then lash is still upstairs fighting the police chief which the police chief i don't know i mean he's putting up a, an effort yeah no he, no, does, he, he, he actually does. gets the better of her and he escapes yeah. right yes um so by tipping like a trophy display a yeah. sculpture display over on top of her so repeatedly right. throughout this fight they do fall into a classic trope which is like Oh, the Lee brothers are the tough guys who can fight, but Marion is a girl, so she's smart. So she's always doing something clever. And this is one of those scenes. She starts destabilizing the jacks that are holding up 
Shuko's whole corporation. So she starts doing that, which makes the whole building shake. Right. So, and does so, that happen? Yeah. <laughs> with the first, with the but then nothing comes of it. Oh, right. Which okay. is the problem with this <laughs> yes, movie. Again, she does something smart, and they don't reward her or the audience, or they re- reward her in the short term, but it's never addressed again. Yeah. So, like in the case of this, it's just they manage to like disable one of the possessed mutants that Shuko is using by like there's like a metal like mouse trap, like a big clamp, really like a, hazardous, a metal plate that just like slowly, yeah comes down well, on him it's a vent cover they're opening a vent right oh okay yeah that's true yeah and so that comes down seemingly just flattening sm- him flattening just. this human that they again never addressed like yeah because ocean regulations person that you killed right with ocean regulations you would have railing around there you would have warning lights you would have i don't, I don't know uh, that osha's made it to new angeles with the no federal aid a that they sensor mentioned. that yeah. makes sure that if, if any pressure is exerted on this thing you you would lift it it just doesn't make a lot of sense guys huge ding for me huge ding mm-hmm. and they it, but just this 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 idea of like though in underneath that metal plate is a the like squash body it's, it's just gore and viscera so gross that they just it like doesn't seep out of the side <laughs> yeah. like nothing yeah and the guy you know and shuko just depossesses him and it's just a shadow stain he's like i'm fine i'm like great don't fucking open up that metal plate <laughs> <laughs> like i don't want to see what's in there yeah so she does another clever thing she turns on a fan which blows him out what well, yeah it sucks uh, him yeah, yeah using the the force of the the fan sucks him off the scene she, <laughs> exactly Christ. exactly so where am I? What happens? <laughs> so they, they destabilize the place. They have to escape because they feel like it's going to collapse. Right. But Shuko gets a hold of Jimmy. Right. He gets He's, a hold of Jimmy and gets separated because the plate comes back up. Not bloody. Nobody knows anything. like should be like completely bloody. But it I guess very not. soft ground. And or it just kind of like pushed him. He can absorb the, the matter into no, him. I think something? it's a I kid's movie and we don't go with bloody corpses. So it comes back again. Better. This movie's trying to be RoboCop, but. But for kids. Yes. So the plate comes back up separating because because now Marion and Billy are on the other side of the vent and Jimmy and Shuko are on one side. Yeah. Uh, we now cut to channel 69. Nice. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I, I did miss literally that. Literally new channel 69 talking about gangs now in open warfare during the day. Yeah. Uh, the first time in seven years. The police chief tries to get his boys in blue yeah, out, but tried. they're like, uh, no. <laughs> he, he then just walks out into the parking lot and just takes like a heavily armored police vehicle and drives off, not really explaining. Almost a cool character if he did anything in the movie. Right, exactly. Right. So many setups that don't deliver. Yeah. Uh, back at Shuko's office, Shuko's trying to torture and get information out of Jimmy and doesn't really... When, what does he say? Jimmy has like such a... He thinks it's such a good clap back. I don't even remember. But you remember he like says something who's like... I'm gonna get you to talk. He's like, talk to this, and there's just like a bunch of like broken shards of like pottery on the ground. He just honestly kicks, kicks it at him. <laughs> but but seriously, Shugo, you won't believe this joke that that Billy told me earlier. <laughs> it was about male guys. They're normally I, they, slow, right? right? You gotta know how they like walk down the street. Yeah, slow. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> this one so oh. fast. <laughs> What's the speed of gravity? <laughs> <laughs> 9.8 meters per second squared. Stop me if you heard this before. That's that's acceleration, not speed. I'm going to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, also, worst handcuff job in history. It's just like a bunch of, like, electrical tape, like, wrapped around Jimmy's hands multiple times. Looks like he's going to get free, and that's going to be that scene. Then, cuts away. We're now back Back to Power Core. Back at Power Core. Um, A 80s ballad song is playing 
or like like a ballad ramping into like a love song yes while billy is still trying to like figure out how to activate the medallion yeah so they have never gotten this medallion to work through the course of this film no they have equal power to what Sh- shukashago terminator 2 has Shukukaga. but they've Bo-bo-bo. never been able to challenge him because they don't know how to use the amulet right um, but Billy can't be possessed when he's wearing the amulet. That we did learn, yeah. So Marion is like, no, Billy, you can do it. You can figure it out. Let's smooch. And then, yeah, they lean in for a kiss. Then, hello, all the gangs raid the fucking yeah. compound. Maybe don't have a base where everyone knows where you're going to be. Yeah, so they just <laughs> they come in through the sewer, the, the Kool-Aid sewer. Yeah. They break in through, they rappel in through the windows and just break in through yeah. there. It's really hard to tell the gang members from the power core apart because they're all just in weird 90s shit. Well, the power core people are like a foot shorter because they're all yes, kids. They're so all kids. That's, that's <laughs> not entirely true. There are some like teenagers that are like adult size sure. in there. The, the kids are definitely the obvious ones. But there's a lot of scenes where it's like stuff is happening. Yeah. It certainly focuses on the main characters in this fight anyway, though. Yeah. So they're just kind of background La- Lash, fights. whose only ability is to use a r- whip real well. Like, she seems like she's going to be so cool. And, and then this moment, I'm, I'm not interrupting. I'm just <laughs> no. Uh, like, let's go ahead and talk about that scene where yeah. she she's whipping, and then she tries whipping. I think Marion is it Mar- Marion? No, yeah. I thought it was Billy because Marion comes in with the with the pliers. I think that's right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Billy dodges out of the way. She whips around like a big hedge clippers. Is yeah. What it is. Well, she yeah. whips around a fucking like pillar. cement pillar, yep. and then Marion just comes up like, ah, and then just snips her whip with like fucking hedge clippers. But but the big deal with this is They're like bolt cutters. She's been. She's been whipping who knows how many she's years. She's been whipping real she'd, good. Yeah, she's she whip it, whip it good. Yeah. And all this time, and for some reason, she doesn't understand physics. It's wrapped around the pillar, and she just keeps tugging. Yeah, she doesn't like give it relaxing. Slack. Yeah, yeah. Like, Nick, how does plot, she not know? The plot would not go along with her getting that right. off the thing. Because then she'd point. be whipping for the next three hours, and right. just yeah, it's just like the movies about her now. So I, I do feel like it is Marion that she attacks because there's a good line here for only 80s kids will know <laughs> mm-hmm. which is uh she she whips at marion and like scares marion in some way and then she says who's the boss now mm-hmm. because Alyssa Juan is on mm-hmm. who's the boss mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when they defeat her because she has whipped around the pole and they snip her lash which makes her completely defenseless yeah, she's, she's like been no. emasculated at that point yeah <laughs> yes her phallus is gone uh she's no threat anymore they tie her up to the very same pole and she is a general hospital actress so Alyssa milana says generally i put people in the hospital thank you imdb i'm out <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i've been work. waiting this whole time to say this it's a weird thing to do also because she says generally i put people in the hospital which is like probably because you Sounds know like you you're gotta a be- terrible person yeah. <laughs> well no but i mean if you're fighting gang like all right yeah take them out yeah is a time where like there's a lot of fighting going on maybe this is the best time to just like quickly you know mess this person up like why did you take the time to like to (laughs) only only tie her up but then also to quip at her like well then they do do that right because they at first just tie her up and then melissa it's one of the gang members though yeah and then one of the gang members just comes up and just like elbows her in the face sucker punches her (laughs) well no he falls into her he like trips and his elbow hits her in the face i didn't read it as a trip i did read it as some guy walking up and then just just walloping her with the elbow it's it's definitely one of the one of her gangs one of the bad gang members because they didn't want to have a good guy when the power core hit a woman. I'm choosing to remember That's it differently. Fair. That's fair. Well, whatever case, she's conscious and then gets knocked unconscious. Yeah. And then 
She probably needs to go to the hospital, actually. A general hospital. Yeah. We uh we now cut to a Bobo who has been locked up in like an old like unmaintained bathroom is basically his prison cell. And he is kind of unaware of like what's happening outside. And so he just stands up and kind of walks. the mirror. <laughs> well, before he sees the mirror. Well, yeah, what's on the mirror? He walks up and looks at the mirror, which is all grimy. So he can't see himself, which apparently up until this point hasn't seen himself. Right. Or can't feel what he what has become of him. Yeah. But he sees a picture of a woman like laying on a beach in a bikini and just goes. And then looks up at the mirror. So I guess admire his own beauty yeah and then he's like huh and then wipes it away and sees the monster that he has become and i was like okay he's gonna rage out rope the movie rope don't me because yeah. at first he just starts weeping yeah he's just like oh and i'm like all right well okay there's gonna be a sad scene maybe he'll be like go on a sad rage and then immediately a like sad rage would be fantastic yeah, honestly sure why not that's like, what i was expecting. like that's obviously what the scene is being set up for like it's it's time for bows a Bobo's time to shine. Yeah, to come out and start throwing people through the roof. Right. Yeah. And so, and then he freaks out instead and breaks his chain off and then like walks off the shot. And the then we don't shot. see him for like 10 minutes. Right. And so, like, it's a very long sequence, this it whole is thing. It's a really emotional scene, though, because it's not that he's seeing himself You're ugly just trying so hard. Well, bear with me here. He's seeing himself. In, in the in, in a more soulful sense, this is a movie that's all about the 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 dichotomy between body and soul. You know, yes, sure. um, okay. And so, in this moment, yeah, we're looking at his body, but he's really seeing beyond that, mm. and he's realizing, oh no, what what am I? I hate you and your pretension. But yes, I agree. I mean, he's seeing himself. He's realizing he's been a bad guy, right? So, so okay, he, he breaks free. We go back to the fight. Jimmy shows up. And Billy's oh, like, shit, Jimmy, you're back. Not knowing he doubled, he, he double jump kicks two gang members in the face when he shows up, which right. is pretty cool. Yeah. Not seemingly very effective, but it worked in this case. And then Jimmy starts fighting Billy. Oh, what a twist. What a twist. Because he is possessed by, by Shuko. Shuko. Um, and so... They, they they just start fighting and while they're fighting Jimmy Shuko monologues about I don't even remember. Yeah. Basically he just goes on that, you know, that he will have the amulet, right? And then Billy is just fed up. He's like, This amulet isn't helping me at all. I'm getting my butt kicked. It's not doing anything. And that's the like defining moment for Billy for some stupid reason is that he throws the amulet away. He's like, <laughs> I'm better off without you. Yeah. And then the amulet stops in midair and right. says, no. And glows and then <laughs> levitates and comes back to him yeah. and gives him the power of the body. Right. Also in this scene, while Jimmy Shugo is monologuing. Jimmy Shugo. Jimmy Shugo. <laughs> Jimmy Two Eyes. While he's monologuing, he backs Billy up in front of a double dragon arcade machine. Yes. Yeah. And then kicks it and smashes it. Which. What does that mean in this world? It's the weirdest yeah. fourth wall break. Yeah. It's yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense. No, none of this makes a lot of sense. No. I mean, the, the 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 idea that the medallion is some kind of answer to like you need to let go of your ego or your power hungriness. It's not like these characters were ever that. You know, like if it was if they were kind they of like were the ego, villain, but they weren't necessarily power hungry. Right. Well, I mean, but they weren't like prideful. Oh, uh, they Billy were definitely was. prideful. Billy was at the very it's, least. It's a matter of he didn't think he was better than the amulet. He thought the amulet could give him power. Yeah. He only wanted power. 
I, I mean, we got a couple things here. We've got when Satori was alive, she has the scene where he's like, well, let's, how do I turn on the amulet? Where's the on button? And she's like, no, we never activate it because dark forces are aware of its existence. And the best way to keep it hidden is not to use it. You're only to use it to protect it. So this is kind of a reconciliation, like a, a spiritual growth for him, right? Like he's saying like, oh, now that I have the power, I can only use it to, uh, and, and we revisit that again in the finale, but right. now we're that I have the power, I first of all, I have to reject the power. I have to not think that the power is going to save me. And then the power I'm tired comes of your to pretension, save him. Nick. Yeah, oh, let's I know. get back to the plot. It's tough. I, I don't. I don't like it either, honestly, because I think it's stupid. But it, I get where it's going. So he now has the power of the body. Yeah, which does nothing for him. Power of the body. No, he, he's well, invulnerable. He's, he's invulnerable, but he's not like stronger. Like uh, I think he's he just, is. Okay. Well, I they don't show that. Yeah. They okay. just show that he's okay. more durable. Yeah. So they just like Jimmy punches Billy through a wall. Mm. And then Billy gets back up, and then Billy's like, I'm never going to give it to you. And Jimmy's like, Jimmy Shuko is like, you better. Or I'm Jimmy gonna- Shuko just sounds like <laughs> yeah, a like name. A, it's <laughs> like a, a Bob's Burgers <laughs> character. <Yeah. laughs> Jimmy Shuko <laughs> runs the martial arts dojo down the street. Right, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. He, he says he's, he's going he's he's gonna gonna to kill hurt, himself. He's going to hurt Jimmy if he doesn't relinquish the medallion, which... He then shows this by like undoing a sandbag that's over top of him, yeah. And then letting it go, and then Billy catches it instead. Yeah, like none of this. Yeah, nothing pays off. Nothing. They set up this like, oh, here's a real threat, and he's just like, no, it isn't, and <laughs> throws himself into right. it. But by accident, the, the medallion gets dropped. Right? That's no, what happens well, here. that's so not he, even how it happens. Yeah. Well, the the medallion does trade fall. hands. Yeah, well, yeah, it falls out of billy's possession which i forget how that happens they just they start grappling after after he grabs the bag and throws it away Alyssa milano is like oh billy are you okay and he's like stay up there which i thought was really kind of over testosterone driven bullshit right, right. like he's being an <laughs> asshole to Alyssa milano in that moment yeah, no marion but, but then he's like this is my fight and then they start grappling and during the grapple shuko jimmy shuko grabs the the amulet and pulls it off of him and throws it away Billy still kicks his ass in that moment, but realizes he's starting to kick the ass of actual Jimmy. Yeah, because Jimmy's coming too, and it's like... Yeah, and then they look over, and the amulet is on the ground, and the shadow hand yeah. moves over and yeah. grabs it. Shadowy Shuko so, and you think, Oh, shit, this is, this is the Thanos moment. You say, oh, shit. They literally say, oh, shit, in the movie. But they can't. Oh, they just go, the rating. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, so, like, uh, that's right, because uh, Robert Pat- Patrick is like, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> like, you said he, it. He, he interrupts him. <laughs> and then, so he merges the medallions. and then Giving him no problem accessing the power of the body. Like, he's totally okay to be like, I'm power hungry, and I get it. So fuck you, medallion. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you doing to Billy this whole movie <laughs> that you won't just give him the power? Just having fun. I yeah. mean, look, if I was the spirit of an all-powerful medallion, I would be really, really resistant to giving Billy. Billy, that's <laughs> a good point. All right, you, you've and got then, it. Just hanging around in. his neck, just being like, man, this guy's a real uh, asshole. Robert Patrick comes in, and he's like, oh, fucking finally. Some guy who's like, got a plan, has, yeah. has yeah. his shit together. They're like all yeah, right. all right. <laughs> I will grant you that. Yes, <laughs> I might have given it to Alyssa Milano. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I might have given it to the cop. Yeah. But Billy Alyssa and Milano Jimmy, oh, you never get power in cops. If I learned one thing, <laughs> I, uh, well, yeah, get woke, Joe. Come on. <laughs> so whoa, whoa, whoa. this is 2007. What a white privilege. Uh, hashtag woke did not exist in 2007. <laughs> so, so 
Shuko now has both halves of medallion, merges them together. He then yeah. becomes like this shadow. He looks like the scrolls from yeah, but, okay. like with black makeup. It's just a generic like demon yeah, face. Yeah, just like, demon yeah. face like black plastic rubbery mask. He becomes um, two of them. Yeah, duplicates himself. So there's two yeah. to fight two brothers to so divide the, and conquer and conquer dividing himself right <laughs> two <laughs> what's more powerful two versus two or one they did versus have a, one he should have made four of, or eight of himself <laughs> just keep dividing well, <laughs> they did have a really cool effect with this though he's got these like black swords that cut through anything yeah but and can't be cut themselves or can't, can't be it can't be blocked can't, like yeah. He, yeah they uh they tried to deflect it with a golf club but they're cutting through like the computers and it's just like melting them in like yeah. an instant mm-hmm. i thought that like i wonder how they pulled that effect off with this otherwise shitty movie with terrible effects right like that was <laughs> really cool bad stuff effect. so anyways there is so they're fighting everyone is watching like no one is doing anything on yeah. the part of even, the leads or even, Shuko. Even the bad gang members yeah. are like looking on with like dropped jaws and like, like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, they have now become one with the audience. Yes. Yeah. And then Marion is watching and when Shuko merges the medallions, it cuts out all power. Yeah. Big in, like power in, drain. The in lights the are out. Entire city. All of New Angeles powers out. So Shuko is watch or, or Marion is watching this unfold. Uh, uh, a Bobo shows Who has up. Been, who's been one room away this whole right. time? Finally shows up. Ten minutes later, he makes it out the door, and some guy makes like a fat joke, and he clobbers that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's watching Fat Man. <laughs> and he <laughs> he walks up to the the, the railing. You think this is gonna be yeah. so fucking this, cool? This is gonna be a, now a you Bobo's have, moment. You have a, a super powered villain who has divided himself in two and has crazy laser swords. And you've got a Bobo, and he's going to sacrifice himself. He's going to get in there and punch this guy out a window. Yeah, he's going to do something. All he does is, Marion, get the lights. He hates the lights. Yeah, because he knew from before. The scene that we didn't describe when it happened. No, when a Bobo first shows up, they turn the lights on, and and, and Shugo is... Mad. This is yeah. a catharsis. Mad. Never before for, have my glasses on. This is a catharsis for his character journey because he started off as a dumb brute, but now he's not using his body, the the kind of the gift of the enemy. He's he's using something he's developed himself, his own awareness, his own mind to kind of tackle this scene. And I think that's a really powerful effect on the movie. You know, not a lot of characters get get payoffs, but a Bobo, he does, just not in the way we expected. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm so gonna say that's, pure, hero of the movie, a Bobo his arc is now finished because he finally told Marion the to turn on the lights to turn on the lights <laughs> <laughs> so she rushes to the generator she has to power up the generator which just uses a fucking like lawnmower pulley to yeah charge it up Alyssa Milano cranks that generator uh-huh and okay. <laughs> meanwhile Billy and Jimmy are still fighting the two Shuko demons getting their butts kicked yeah so it looks like they're on the outs and then just for no reason they turn the tides back over on Shuko's. No, the lights, right? Yeah, the lights come on. No, the lights don't come on until he merges them back together. They're dodging mm-hmm. a lot, but they're not like hitting him. They're not doing anything. Oh, I thought they were. All right, well, let's yeah, let's concede. There's a lot of they, dodging. They happen around the same time. Yeah, yeah. So the Lees, they literally say like, "Let's kick some butt now." Yeah. The lights are on. Okay, like All yeah, right. that's a moment. That I might happens. have okay. This. This is okay. forgive me if I didn't pay yeah, yeah. absolute attention to every second of this film. Yeah, oh my god. So <laughs> they 
they start kicking their their the the shadowy shuko butts and shadowy shuko butts and they and they merge them back together and yeah. then and when they merge back together for some reason the amulets fall from above right yeah it just yeah okay and then fall into the the, the Lee brothers of the hands Lee's. and then they, they connect them and then shuko goes oh shit and they're like yeah you got it and then yeah. they merge them together and then they get a nice fashion outfit change yeah, studded. Uh, yeah, what like, are called uh, the, the? They're not geese. Are they geese? Uh, well, yeah, they're, they're something like, like that. Basically, geese, but but studded with like shiny yeah. metal. Yeah, they got rhinestone se- se- sequin geese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, one is Jimmy's is is red and and Billy's is blue, just like in in the game. And yeah, then some commentary on that. And then they double punch out. Oh, they do everything. They the, kick, they punch, they do the weird hand grab swing oh, they thing swing that around, they teased earlier in the movie. They couldn't they couldn't quite perfect. But they pulled it but off. But now with the power of the double dragon and everything they've learned. Power of teamwork. Yeah, yeah. They didn't really learn they that much. They didn't learn shit. They just, <laughs> they, just, they just did it right this time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's not because of character growth because the, the exactly. scene where they reconciled was already a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it's anyhow. so dumb. Right. It doesn't make any sense so, that they can do it now. The movie is over. It ends with them beating the crap out of Shuko and then also Jimmy having the power of the spirit possessing Shuko, yeah. making him slap himself, doing a nice little stop hitting yourself. Scene. Writing a check for what, $29.9 million or uh, something? I thought it was $126 maybe, million. Maybe. It, was, it was not some a weird, rounded number. Yeah, it was some weird point something, and oh, I don't know why it? you yeah. would do that. <laughs> Anyways, he cuts a fat check to the police, to the police department, because uh, Officer Dad shows up. Yeah, and he's he's like, "You're under arrest." He's like, "Well, let me give you this money first. He's like, "I told you no bribes." He's like, "No, I'm just gonna give this to you." Yeah. and then also oh, arrest me. Anyway. And yeah. so that happens. They then, uh, Jimmy then depossesses Shuko. They escort Shuko outside into the the cop car, the the armored truck mm-hmm. that cop dad drove over here in it's the 90s so we have to mention how evil lawyers are yeah he's like you think i'm bad <laughs> wait he's getting a load of my lawyers <laughs> and they put him away and they put him away and then marion walks jimmy over and says look it's your what's it called dragon mobile dragon, yeah, dragon wagon dragon wagon Which now has painted on dragons that it? may or may not have had before i don't yeah, know I, I can't remember and and jimmy's like cool it's like Let's go look at it. And he walks up and then <laughs> let's go look at it. I mean, basically, That's pretty, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. They just fucking move like 30 feet. Yeah. So they can continue the scene. Yeah. And so a Bobo walks up and he's like, hey, guys, could I, I want to be a good guy. now? I want to be good. Can I hang out with you guys now? And Jimmy, for some reason, thinks Billy has possessed a Bobo. In spite <laughs> of the fact that Jimmy has the mind amulet. Right. So he can't do that. So what the fuck? Like that could easily have been resolved if you just gave Billy the, the scene, the yeah. other amulet. Well, they actually, wanted Jimmy to have a scene with Marion though, because up until this point it's been right. Billy and Marion, and now we want to flip the, it. No, and I'm see. saying that you could have given Billy the spirit amulet in the scene before. Oh, sure. And that this this whole thing could have been avoided. But yeah. look, but look. he's had the body the it whole time. It gets to the point where they're like, "Yeah, we'll let Billy drive the car because they think it's Billy in there." They That's get in, ball. and then they're like, "Okay, J- now Jimmy's like, I'm gonna get Billy now because I'm in the back seat with his girl." Yeah. So he's like, "I'm gonna smooch your girl," and then. Billy pops up from the back back What was he doing back there? How did he get in without anyone seeing? It's We're really questionable. The but the point is, they realize that a Bobo's driving the car. And they all oh, scream. No. 
to be continued. No, because then you get the <laughs> final moment, which for some reason they just can't l- let this go, which is Huey and Lewis standing on the side of the road with their yarmulkes on. They have a sign. Doesn't it say like Will Hench for food or something? Yeah, something like that. And they're like complaining about how they should have been the double dragons. And it should have and been them. Arguing I don't about and they're it. calling each other schmucks and putzes and oh, all okay. the Jewish, uh, you know, things that Jewish people say. Wow, Nick. <laughs> s- s- calling themselves out for their lack, I just don't lack of chutzpahs. Who thought it was so funny to make them Jewish? Jewish. I like, don't understand who thought it would be a thing, an idea to make this movie. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Again, I will fight with every ounce of my breath that. The world building is the fantastic. The world building is amazing. It's, oh. yeah. I mean, the guy who made the movie like, did say he wanted to make a kid-friendly movie. He's like, I got kids in this movie. I want it to be a movie that kids can see without getting scared at all. So well, he, then you should have reconsidered a Bobo's, a Bobo's a design. Yeah. I don't know about world building in this because there was ideas, not anything that, that contributed to like. I disagree. A, 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 a full world to me i mean there were there were there were concepts certainly but none of them that paid off in any meaningful way but the set design itself there were a lot of cool places where it was like i would love to see like a really good choreography team yeah, fight sure. in this location or that location because but by world building, he means top. establishing a timeline from 2000 with the big quake what happened to hollywood of it, the, what happened to yeah. people and how they have to survive on a day-to-day basis one big problem i have is they talk about all this pollution and the black rain and everything you get a lot of outdoor shots with a very pretty blue sky. Yeah, nothing <laughs> comes of that. <laughs> that should have been well, a dark, I, scary sky. That's what I mean is that yeah. there's concepts, but none of the world building pays. I, I don't think it's enough to pay lip service to world building and call it good world building. Because uh, I, um, I, I think... They laid more than just lip service, I think. I, I but, mean... But it doesn't affect the plot enough. Other yes. than like the, the, the water... There, there's a changed. separate movie happening... With all the yeah. like the the post earthquake shit, like some that's guy all is happening surfing in the background. on some some nuclear water. And yeah, that, that that's a much better movie with Kurt Russell. I, I, I guess the only payoff we got was the river catching fire. Right, like, that's, that's the one I can think of. Really, yeah. In the shot of like because the, the earthquake sign. stuff never actually did anything. The the police gangs day night thing didn't really matter. Right, it they could have been a night scene and it quickly. wouldn't have mattered. It, so I, I don't disagree that that they're like I, written in a different way. This world had potential the yeah. world that they were, they were building had potential i don't think it mattered in this movie in a way that i would call the world building not not great but uh two out of ten for me mm. you know lots of dings yeah. i dings think everywhere. world building versus delivery are two different things though i think yeah. they built a world they just didn't execute <laughs> it's the same concepts. thing with super mario brothers movie like there's fascinating stuff just in the backdrop that they well, just don't do i would almost call the world building into mario executed on better though sure uh, in, in a in a way that it was much less tidy in general like but they could I, just i gotta find the joy where i can joe <laughs> yeah. this was a really hard movie to watch <laughs> it, i i give it zero out of two dragons we're pretty pretty early on in the in the continuity of us throwing ourselves horribly <laughs> at this video game movie history but this is definitely a low point <laughs> it's very and i think it will be a low point for quite a while i do think it's fascinating how there's such um obsession with like post-apocalyptic imagery in these films so far cold war but i mean but that's the thing right it's like this feels like an 80s movie yeah but it was made it was released in 94 yeah. like so arguably the same thing can be said about super mario bros that's what he's saying but that's he's what saying, saying the theme is like, here there's across so these much movies there's so much holdover from 80s culture still and we're in the mid 90s but i think this is probably the turning point because no i i, I think you're right yeah 
after this, we have maximum 90s in the next yes. several. <laughs> yes, so. I agree. I agree. Uh, what are your big takeaways from this movie, though? Oh if any. God, I don't want to take anything from this. I think it's fascinating that they chose such a weird franchise to make a movie off of. Like, I'm curious. Like, the, I'm sure it was a budget. The like, there's no money I think, to pick up this franchise. Uh, well, and I, I think this early on in the idea, like, I feel like they're like, oh, you can you can take video games. Like, they saw that yeah. Mario's happening. And regardless of the success of it, which I don't know, they're probably like, we should probably get on that and try to like buy up franchises to do it or make deals yeah. or whatever. And so I feel like it's not necessarily what's a good franchise to make a game off of. It's what franchises are available to make things yeah. off of. Yeah. Um, and this just kind of came up most likely. Right. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I feel like that's probably the case. Um, and, I think you're probably right. But, but you know, despite that, um, you, Robert Patrick had like, it was fun to watch him chewing scenery. Um, I don't think I can give, I, this is not a good Robert I loved Patrick his laugh. He was always like, <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was one of the better parts of the film that doesn't make him great. He, he was no <laughs> Alyssa Milano, but okay. um, you know, he was he was he was a part of uh, the positive element of the movie in my mind. But there, there's just no joy in following the, the Billy and Jimmy in this movie. No, right. they're awful. They're, they're really they're awful terrible. from the first time you meet them as characters. They never get better. You never like these guys. And the asshole '90s archetype is. A, you know it's a product of its time we've grown out of that now i wonder if maybe audiences liked them then because you know like zach morris was popular and uh i can't think of anyone else off the top of my head but there were the asshole 90s kid was a thing for sure mm -hmm. and for some reason that kind of confidence was attractive to audiences mm -hmm. and they had that but now it just comes off so gross and so false and stupid <laughs> And it just doesn't work. I had fun with this film. Um, <laughs> I just, I enjoyed the parts that were good and the rest I was like, all right, like shitty, mediocre. I don't, I don't know movie. how many times you watch these movies for preparation for this. Yeah. I watch multiple times. Uh, okay. I watch them once. Once was okay. The second time was work. Like <laughs> it's, it was hard to watch twice. Well, that's, that's double dragon. <laughs> to which they've never made a sequel to double dragon yeah hard to watch twice <laughs> yeah so yeah um that's that movie out of the way i guess uh <laughs> Ooh, thank god yeah yeah we next, have something coming up we we do um so the immediate next episode is our first um recently released film coming up next episode is detective pikachu holy shit yeah that's Real gonna life? be that's gonna be that's gonna be the next one Wow. In in the, in the list. In the breaking feed. the chronological order of our scheduling. You'll have to forgive me. Just to get them clicks. <laughs> Every time I them see a clicks. trailer for that movie, though, I am more excited. So I am. I am it's going to be great. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm great. hesitant. I do. I like some of the designs. Some of the designs are creepy and I don't like them. I'm right in the middle. They've got there's, a chance to win me or lose me in it. So we'll see what happens. There's going to be some dings. We all know yeah, that. Yeah. 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 We'll see. If you know anything about this process, there's always a lot of dings. Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, tune in next time for Pokemon colon Detective Pikachu, where we see how good Ryan Reynolds exactly was. <laughs> <laughs>